Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Presented by Tap 14. Analysis and commentary to help you get your Broncos fixed during the offseason. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play or listen on demand anytime in the Mile High Sports mobile app. Welcome to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can find me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio as I am covering the Broncos this year for Mile High Sports. You can find my work at milehighsports.com. And today on the podcast, of course, it was media day at training camp as we get started with Broncos training camp 2018. And boy, a ton of quotes that you are going to hear today in the podcast. You're going to hear from Vance Joseph. You're going to hear from John Elway. You're also going to hear from Joe Ellis as well, too, in regards to the Bolin situation, him being a placeholder and all that good stuff. But first, our friends at Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip and a jump away from Coors Field. All you got to do is just head on over there and enjoy the 70 Colorado beers on tap. The 100 Colorado Distilled Spirits It's just a fantastic place. Go check out Tap 14 on the web as well to tap14.com that's tap14.com as well as our new friends to the radio program and that would be pro football focus love our friends at pro football focus it's like the bible for me when it comes to nfl sundays i get that on there and and get going with all the statistics that they have situational stats and now fantasy football numbers too which is really crucial because of course as we get into training camp august this is fantasy draft season so I want you to go on over to profootballfocus.com. Check out those elite and edge memberships. They are so affordable, and I tell you what, they are totally worth it. They've got all kinds of great stuff over there at Pro Football Focus. And again, want to thank them as they are new friends of the program here at the Broncos Blitz podcast. For milehighsports.com, of course, myself, Ronnie Court. You can find me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. Let's start with the head coach. Because he is the one who turned the heads the most when it came to some of the comments that he made. Vance Joseph, who, of course, last year had a very poor showing top to bottom. There isn't one thing that I could think of that Vance Joseph did uh, that you could say was, was an extreme positive on his side. So, obviously, one year, they decide to keep him, bring him in for the next year. Uh, and Vance was asked multiple times uh, about certain things that connected to last year. Now, uh, I want to go back to Jan January 2nd, which was the end of season press conference. And uh, Vance Joseph talked about uh, where he plans to improve personally moving into his second year today as a head coach. And Vance said this, quote, as a first-time head coach, I can say this. Early on in the season, I didn't do a good job of pushing our coaches to make the proper changes that I thought could have helped us. I allowed guys to coach. That was my goal. But I wasn't very good at coaching the coaches. I'll get better at that. 
That was one of my shortcomings. Again, it's a big job, and it's a job that you can get better at. I will get better at those things when you're 5-11. and 11. It wasn't good enough for my chair, and that will change, end quote. Again, he says coaching the coaches. Today, he was asked by Mile High Sports' Eric Goodman an example to give us one of coaching the coaches. Vance, at the end of last season, you said you needed to do a better job of coaching the coaches. Can you give us a specific example heading into this season where you have done a better job of coaching the coaches? Again, I'll say this, guys. Last year was last year, okay? We've all gotten better from last year, okay? If last year didn't happen, we wouldn't have the quarterback that we have probably right now, you know, or the roster we have. So things happen for a reason. I'm not going to go back to last year. Okay. No, I'm not asking you to go but back excited, to last year. I'm excited about our football team right now. And as far as me doing my job, okay, obviously I'll do it better this year from the experience I had last year. But what have you done to coach the coaches better? Lots of things, okay? And, and it's really private. So Vance Joseph asked for an example of coaching the coaches and how he has been better at it, and he couldn't give an example. He said it was private. Of all the things that he talked about at the end of season presser, one of the big ones was getting better at coaching the coaches. And yet we are now four, five, six months later, and he still hasn't been able to give us one example of that. Joseph today was asked what he wants the offensive identity to be when he leaves camp. Here's how he responded. Well, we'll figure that out, Troy, but I think the – the good football teams can run the football, you know, at will, you know, and obviously um, have, a, uh, have a precise, efficient passing game. You know, that's, that's, that's the start. That's what everyone wants from an offensive perspective. You know, I thought last year we had some of that, but we got to do a better job of uh, protecting the quarterback, obviously, you know, and running the football at will and having a more precise, efficient passing game. That's our goal as a uh, training camp. Case Keenum was signed in the early part of March, or I should say the middle part of March, March 14th. Uh, that has given Vance Joseph from March to July to figure out some sort of idea of what the offensive identity should be. Are they a passing team? Are they geared towards Case Keenum? Are they geared towards the run game? And the guy can't freaking figure it out. We are now six months in an offseason, and this guy has not been able to show you that he has made any sort, any sort of improvements. He can't give you one example that he said he was going to work on of coaching the coaches and being better at it. He can't give us one. You can't give us any sort of idea. Not one. Vance Joseph also talked about being somebody who learned from the previous year and, and what he learned. Listen to what he had to say. Every coach in this league every year gets better, okay, from, from Doug Peterson to myself. You know, everyone gets better. Uh, you know, last year's last year, obviously, it wasn't a great year for us, but that's behind us. You know, we're moving forward. We're positive. You know, we have a hungry team, you know, so I'm excited about that. Um, last year's last year. I'm not going to go back there. You know, we're all better for it. So Vance Joseph said that NFL coaches, every coach gets better. 
And every coach learns from the previous year. Of course, he mentions Doug Peterson, who was a first-year head coach, who, of course, goes on and and has great success. Uh, Well, that's not what happened with Jim Caldwell. That's also not what happened with John Fox or Jack Del Rio or Ben McAdoo. Not every coach learns after each single year. You want to say that because you were a guy on the hot seat, but that's not the case. And in your opportunity to showcase some of the things that you did learn, that you said you were going to learn in coaching coaches, he can't give you one. I want to play back that comment one more time in regards to coaching the coaches. Okay. No, I'm not asking you to go but back excited, to last year. I'm excited about our football team right now. And as far as me doing my job, okay, obviously I'll do it better this year from the experience I had last year. But what have you done to coach the coaches better? Lots of things, okay? And, and it's really private. Nowhere in the question is it asked about last year. And, of course, good, uh, Eric Goodman of uh, Afternoon Drive on Mile High Sports reiterates that. He says, I'm not asking about last year. I'm not asking about last year. I'm asking about what you literally teeing him up, teeing him up to say good things, to say good things about him and his coaching staff and what he's working on. And and apparently that is too difficult for Vance Joseph. Look, not everybody is made out to be a NFL head coach. Vance Joseph has forgotten more about football than I have learned. But you don't have to be a five-star chef to know the steak is burnt. Let's go to our uh, Twitter feed, at Ronnie K Radio, where I posted some of the things uh, that Vance Joseph said. I said Vance Joseph asked about the example of how he better coached the coaches, and he couldn't give an example. It's private. I also asked about Joseph and what he wants the identity to be when he leaves camp. He responded, well, we'll figure it out. Some of the responses. Uh, from Mile High Guy on Twitter, Elway made a mistake hiring him and an even bigger one keeping him, in my opinion. Uh, JC, okay, says horrible passing on Shanny, worse keeping Vance. One Pride asks C. Jensen on Twitter, and the Broncos kept him, why? Chris Hitchcock on Twitter, hashtag fire Vance Joseph. The Hockey Guys on Twitter responds 5 and 11. Sneak Wings responds dot, dot, dot. In a uh, nice showing of sarcasm, Recluse says, inspiring. You know, at some point, you've got to face the music. And you've got to say that this guy is just not an NFL head coach. And that's what we said last year. It was a mistake to keep him. And it's going to plague this year now. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. Well, we'll switch gears. Let's talk about Joe Ellis, because Joe Ellis did speak today uh, to the media addressing everyone in regards to many of the questions that you assume were going to be asked, whether it be the national anthem policy or the ownership. He was asked about Brittany Bowen in particular, uh, and this is what he had to say. Yeah, she's expressed an interest to us. I will say that. And, uh, you know, she's taken some steps. Uh, some good steps along the way in terms of education. Uh, just finished up her MBA at Duke's Fuqua School of Business. Is headed to work for one of the world's, frankly, leading uh, consulting companies, McKinsey and Company, where you know we talked it through. She's going to get some incredible business experience there, from strategic management to marketing, finance, 
uh, overall management perspective when they, they work on case studies and stuff. So uh, she's excited about that. She starts that up pretty soon. And uh, we'll see where it goes from there. We're not anointing anybody or anything like that, but uh, she certainly has expressed an interest, and uh, she knows it's going to take some time for her to get ready. She's not ready yet. She's admitted that to us, obviously. And, and uh, so we'll see where it goes, but she has expressed an interest. So Brittany Bolin has shown interest in the team. Now, might I add, Brittany Bolin is the younger, of course, uh, between Beth Bolin and Brittany Bolin. Beth Bolin, the one who publicly came out a little bit earlier uh, this year saying that she wants to be the one to run with the team. Brittany Bolin, the younger one who is uh, still working in education and in college and everything like that. Um, and, and this is going to be a focus uh, all across the season when it comes to uh, ownership with the Denver Broncos because this is going to linger. And uh, Joe Ellis, while did say he wants the process to speed up or, or move as quickly as possible, he did talk about him being the placeholder. I, I want to follow th through on this for Pat. Uh, he asked me to do this a long time ago. And he's done a lot for me. And he's done a lot for my family. And I know what he wanted. Uh, and I know what he wanted out of us, the three of us as trustees. I know what he wanted out of me in serving in his place due to death or incapacity. Um, and, you know, I'm a, I'm a placeholder, but uh, I'm going to see it through. And I don't know, Mark, when that will be, but I am going to see it through. And I, I think it is important. We, we got, you know, Pat was very clear on this. It's important to do this the right way and think it through and not be hasty in your decision because. You don't have just an obligation to my family. You have an obligation to the National Football League, my partners, and most importantly, to this community and our fans, that we put the right person in there. So we're going to see through it that we're going we're to go through it that way. So Joe Ellis will be the de facto owner until something happens. Uh, the trustees will have that. And I think Joe Ellis did speak a little sincerely there when it comes to filling out what Pat wanted. Uh, Joe Ellis is 61. So this is a guy who, by all means, is not a spring chicken. Uh, and I, I say that with all due respect, uh, but is also somebody who could run the team for a little while. It feels to me, just personally, that they want, they would like Brittany Bolin to be the next heir to the throne. And that's not to say that the others aren't qualified enough or wouldn't do a quality job. But I think that Brittany Bolin is on track and on pace to be that. And it just so happens to have a perfect baton passing where Brittany Bolin uh, would be in her late 30s by the time that Joe Ellis reaches the age of 70. That's a not far-fetched scenario where the team is then handed over to Brittany Bolin and Joe Ellis is then exited, who then goes on to retirement and rides off into the sunset. So that is something we are going to be watching as well, too, as we go throughout the season, because this is not a story that is going to go away. I want to finish with John Elway. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast presented by Tap 14, 1920 Blake Street, just a hop, skip and a jump away from Coors Field. Go on over there. The candied bacon. They've got nachos, burgers, all kinds of great stuff over there at Tap 14. And then, of course, our friends at Pro Football Focus want you to check them out for the fantasy stuff. They got all kinds of great stuff over there for numbers when it comes to deep analytics 
And that's the beauty of it. It's just not the basic stuff anymore. And they, they'll give you the basic stuff, but they got some great deep analytics based on lineups, based on teams facing X team, whether it be in certain weather or, or tendencies, batted balls at the line of scrimmage for quarterbacks. I mean, they've got everything over there at tap 14 or uh, excuse me, uh, pro football focus. So here's what you do. You go to profootballfocus.com, go get a membership, and then go to Tap 14 and check out Pro Football Focus while you're enjoying one of them candied bacons. Oh, it's just tremendous over there. So Tap 14, of course, and profootballfocus.com. I want to wrap up with John Elway, who did talk really quick about the young uh, tight ends, the young players on offense, and how they are going to uh, make an impact on this team this year. Well, I, I would tell you this. At this point in time, when we come into camp, I'm excited about getting into camp. I don't really have concerns about it. We have to go see what they can do. And, you know, I'm not going to concern myself. We did the best we could to put the best 90 guys together to come into training camp with the best coaching staff uh, to be able to come here and feel like it gives us the best chance to be successful. Now, obviously, our work's not done. We'll continue to work the waiver wire. But the young guys, you know, we're gonna, they're going to have to step up. We're going to have to rely on some of those young guys. But also, we're going to need that veteran leadership too so um, you know we were just talking about it going over looking at the roster you know there's always something and so we're always trying to get everything solved and and you know you're the young here or you we have a hole there so it's always a moving target we're always trying to take care of it we've got some youth in a lot of areas like you said but uh, you know we think we have some maturity at that level where they can come in and help us uh, but it's going to take time you know I don't have any expectations of those young guys coming in and being all pro the first day of camp or all pro in the first game for that matter it's going to take some time and mentally they have to take that step and uh, it always takes time and it goes at different speeds with different guys. L.A. also talked about what defines this season as a success. Uh, he did mention earlier, and, and it, was, it was funny because it was a very softball lobbed question to him. And I firmly expected him to just immediately shut it down and say, no, absolutely, it's not acceptable. He was asked if anything other than making the playoffs is acceptable. And he kind of, he eventually said no. But he kind of skated on it a little bit, which was kind of interesting to hear from uh, John Elway, who generally is one of those very competitive guys. But, you know, maybe taking a cautious approach, knowing that, you know, there were a lot of changes and it is a competitive AFC. But certainly he talked about what defines a successful season for the Denver Broncos. You know, I'm not going to put a number on it. I think that uh, I want us to see take strides from, uh, you know, from where we were last year. Um, obviously, we... Uh, there's some games we weren't competitive in and, and uh, you know, so uh, it was a difficult year. But I think that uh, for us to make the strides and, and know what our goals are and, and uh, um, obviously we want to make the playoffs and uh, be able to compete for world championships. And so this is a first step back after a tough season. But there's no reason why, in my opinion, we can't uh, come back and compete for that. So there you have it. Broncos training camp in the media day kicks off with a bang. Uh, a lot of incom it's it still feels like there is a ton of incompetency at the head coaching position and that's a real shame that's a real shame because there's a lot of teams in sports that can't say they haven't had back-to-back -back losing seasons since the 70s that's something Denver can say because they've been such a successful franchise They've been the premier stamp of quality 
success and doing it the right way. And I think Pat Bolin has everything to do with that. And Pat Bolin should be applauded for that. And that's why he absolutely should already be in the Hall of Fame. Why he is not is it's an absolute travesty. But he will get in this year. At least it looks like it. But it's a real shame that it's unfortunate that one guy is going to hold so much of the keys and is going to bring this team down in Vance Joseph because of his poor coaching, his poor decision-making, and what seems like his incompetency to not only not be able to deliver on what he said he was going to deliver, but not even describe it in any sort of shape or way. It's Broncos Blitz Podcast. You can find me on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. Of course, you can uh, check out all the previous podcasts as we have different previews for the team, whether it be position, quarterback, running back, offensive line, defensive line. We talked about the defense. We'll talk about the head coaches. We will do that as, uh, boy, Broncos fans, buckle up. It's going to be one hell of a season, I tell you what. I want to say thanks again to our friends at Pro Football Focus. Be sure to check them out at profootballfocus.com as fantasy stats for this year. Get it so you can draft the best players, period, end of story, and you're collecting a check when it comes to uh, December, January. You know, you want that bragging rights over your buddy. So profootballfocus.com and all the great analytical data they have as well, too, the rankings they come out with just tremendous and then of course go to tap 14 19 20 blake street just a hop skip and a jump away our two friends of the podcast and now a daily podcast and i tell you what i can't thank you enough and when i say you i mean you because this podcast is now a daily podcast because of you and what you uh, uh emailed what you texted, what you tweeted to me saying, we want to hear more of this. We want more as I am going to be now in uh, the Broncos facility, talking to players, training camp, preseason, and then of course the regular season. And it's because of your demand that this podcast is now daily and we're going to have a lot of fun this year, guys. So be sure to check it out at uh, milehighsports.com. All the previous podcasts that you can check out at milehighsports.com and all the work from everybody who does such a great job here at the uh, uh, Mile High Sports Studios, whether it be writing and or podcast. That's milehighsports.com for a complete archive. Milehighsports.com At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.